0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Four out of five presidents recommended, recommended the New World Order brand of global governments. That's it. Right. And think that it's hilarious that you still don't believe in it. And that's George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush, Clinton, um, and uh, uh, and Obama. The only one of the latest, the uh, only one since the '60s has been uh, um, 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 uh, 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 Kennedy. Right? Who didn't believe in it? Why? Oh, Tried he's, to oh, he. Oh, yeah. he's
0: not checked. No, John Kennedy did no. believe it. Yeah, he.
1: He and he was shot, of course. Of course, he was assassinated. Yeah, but uh, uh, Sprint, they didn't have uh, uh, Ronald Ronald man in there either, because he did too.
0: What about Carter?
1: And Carter was in there as well. Uh, says four to five presidents recommended in the world order. Well, that's that's true. They did recommend it. Silent on it this is really an interesting article because parties over record voters say there's they're independents rejecting Democrats and Republicans That's interesting yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. People are finally sick of both parties Christian Science Monitor, but they don't care about that. Party's over. Record voters say they're independent and reject D's and R's. Huh. Record numbers of American voters are rejecting both major political parties, Democrat and Republican. Instead, uh, according to new poll findings, they're registering as vote to vote. It's independence in increasing numbers. I'm really happy to hear that. I've been independent since I was 18. And, uh, Specifically,
0: Lila, according to
1: New Gallup findings the number of self declared independents has climbed to a record 43 percent. You didn't read the tough one. What you call it a political plague on both houses to mangle Shakespeare, but record numbers of American voters are rejecting most both political parties Uh, instead, uh, according to new poll findings, are registering the votes of independents. Oh, I I, I Mm. didn't know that. Okay, sorry, and yeah, go ahead specifically according to the Gallup findings. The number of self-declared independents has climbed to record 43%. That's really good. Mm-hmm. The highest number since the pollsters began tallying such figures back in 1988, leaving Democrats and Republicans trailing far behind at 30 and 26. Wow. All right. Although polling methods have changed over the years, Gallup's uh research uh, Jeffrey Jones it's safe to say that the average 30% identifying as Democrats last year is the lowest since the least uh the 1950s. Ah.
0: As for the GOP, Mr. Jones writes, not since 1983, the year before Ronald Reagan's landslide re-election victory, have fewer Americans identified as Republicans. Why this rejection of the Democrats and Republicans in favor of independents? Partisan gridlock and dissatisfaction with governments driving favorability ratings for both parties to a point at near historic lows, 36% for Democrats and 42% for Republicans. Here, the numbers are more volatile, moving up or down according to political happenings. The afterglow to President Obama's reelection in 2012 when the Democrats enjoyed a brief 51% favorability rating, then his party shellacking in the 2014 midterms, driving the number back into the 30s. The collapse of the Republicans' favorability to 28% after the 2013 government shutdowns then rise in parallel with the November midterms. In any case, the trends in po- public political outlook and perceptions including as they relate to political parties, are not good, experts observers say. The low low voter turnout last November likely heralds a new stage in the disintegration of the American political order, warns political scientists Walter Dean Burnham and Thomas Ferguson in a piece at alternet.org. And a quote, increasing numbers of average Americans can no longer stomach voting for parties that only pretend to represent
1: their interests. I like this article. It's good. In another research, uh recent research piece, Professor Martin Gills from Princeton University and uh Benjamin Page, Northwestern University, point out why many Americans are turned off by partisan politics based on perceptions about who really rules. And the central point, that emerges from our research is that economic elites and um, organized groups representing business interests have substantial independent impacts on U.S. uh, government policy, they write, while uh, mass-based interest groups and average citizens have little or no independent influence. But Back to party affiliation, what Gallup reports is the rise of independence. Like the religious uh, confessional, the voting booth is private and personal or at least it meant to be. And voting doesn't exactly uh pattern party registration. Reagan Democrats uh approved that in the nineteen eighties. This article goes on quite a ways, but uh I was pretty excited it that uh why it's more important he writes, because independents who lean toward a party or independent leaners, uh behave like partisans on average and they tend to be loyal to their party candidates in the elections. They tend to have favorable views of many political figures in their party, and are not uh, much more likely to identify as ideologically moderate. To be sure, independent leaners are not as partisan as the strongest partisans. Uh, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, is that you know <laughs> these are all apologists for the <laughs> for the Democratic and Republican Party, you know. And, uh, the bottom
0: line is, is that they're and more and independent. People are starting
1: to, to make sense.
0: They just feel they're dissatisfied with, with right. the, those two
1: parties. Yeah.
0: And the only thing left is to be an independent.
1: Yeah, that's it. And then, you know, just uh, just vote your conscience. And if you can't, do like everybody did this election and just don't vote, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, this is criminally insane, folks. This is really is. This, this is unbelievable, this article. Glyphosate. Found in feeding tube uh, liquid given to sick children in hospitals. Mm. Now, glyphosate is is in Roundup. That's the poison yes. in Roundup, and uh, Monsanto's Roundup. And it mm. was really freaking ridiculous. Right. But here. Uh, this is from
0: who? never Yeah, Moms never heard across. Of
1: uh, moms across America. I guess. Mm. Well, uh, let's, let's read that. that. Poor little baby. Yeah, I mean. Thanks to Mom Across America supporters, our sponsors, and private citizens donating thousands of dollars in three days to pay for testing, glyphosate has been found in feeding tube liquid, which is given to babies and children with cancer in hospitals. And the first ever testing of glyphosate, glyphosate, herbicides in feeding liquids. Micro uh, Intech Lab detected six out of twenty of uh, Petasure samples. Thirty
0: percent.
1: Yeah, Petasure samples uh, from the same batch tested positive in levels of above uh, seventy-five parts per billion, uh, higher than has been shown to destroy gut bacteria in chickens.
2: Mm-hmm. Only, uh,
1: which is it takes only one uh, part per billion, and only fifty parts per billion, trillion. Uh, was uh, 50 parts per trillion was shown to cause liver, kidney, and sex hormone changes in rats. Now this stuff's in, in, in their feeding kid. This, this sample. Uh, this is the exact
0: uh, brand uh, used uh, in pediatric rehabilitation hospitals where she worked and was fed patients needing tube feeding and critical care. Moms across America find it appalling that our health care providers have been led to believe that feeding tube liquid is safe. Our children and loved ones who are depending on our health uh, institutions to support their immune system in recovery. Instead, they are being fed a liquid which scientists and knowledgeable caregivers now believe is doing the exact opposite. The Pediasure in Tyrell nutritional drink tested is loaded with GM corn syrup, soy, and sugar. Which have been shown to cause inflammation and are sprayed with glyo phosphate during the growing season in a harvest and at harvest as a drying agent. Gly is scientifically accepted to function as a chelator, which draws out the vital nutrients of any any living thing it touches. It is a pat- 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 patented. Antibiotics destroying gut bacteria, where 70% of the immune system lives, and the body's ability to create uh, tryptophan, serotonin, and melatonin, which regulate insulin, diabetes, and protect from sleeplessness, depression, bipolar, and violent behavior, is proven endocrine disruptor, which impacts and deforms or halts the development of a fetus, leading to miscarriage, birth defects, infertility, and sterility. It is also a cell disintegrator, breaking down the blood-brain barrier and allowing toxins into the brain. The rise of autism is 99% correlated with the increased use of glyphosate. Now, new studies find glyphosate, glyphosate also feeds antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So.
1: It does a lot of things. Isn't that bad freaking things? amazing? Oh yeah. My God. Isn't that horrible? I, mean, I just I was just child bored.
0: Is, you think your child
1: is being well taken care of? In and the they're also? feeding this stuff to these kids. It's horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. And if, you know, go to, if you want to read this, go to Moms Across America Blog. Okay. Check that one out. And uh, let me just see if there's more here. There's a graph on what they're doing with. It. Bunch of Yeah, just tells you more about this this horrible product that's caused that you know um, brought about by Monsanto. It's horrible, horrible. Scary. This is this is interesting too. Bogus paper on roundup saturates the internet. The paper published on online journal Entropy has caught a lot of reporters' attention.
0: That may cause a lot of problems
1: too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But this is um, herbicide. Uh, maybe the root cause of a bundle of maladies, including Parkinson's, infertility, and cancer, as reported by the Huffington Post yesterday.
0: Oh, the paper by Samson and Stephanie Sena Senas was recently pu- published in Entropy which, while claiming to be a peer-reviewed journal, is not a place where you would expect to find articles on biology. Looking at a current table of contents.
1: What? They've got ways to, to just destroy you. Well, you clicked it. Yeah. This is ridiculous. You got pop-up ads on this thing that
0: it is a review of recent literature in a long, convoluted arguments leading up to their points and this is easy to spot because almost every other paragraph is full of scientific weasel words and naive references to discredited research, For example, they refer five times to Sierralini's completely discredited paper that claims that g m o crops and maybe
1: glyphosate this we say it cause okay. rat tumors. I don't okay. know. Well, look, the reason that the reason I put this up, I wanted to say is this article is what they call a troll article, probably put out by Monsanto.
2: Hmm. All right.
1: And Monsanto. Now this was also published in um, April,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay, last year. So uh, it's and it was just tagged on to this particular article. All right. To this one. Oh, the one that we just. Read. Yeah. It was tagged on to this one, and that that's what happened. Right, but this one, this one is the newest one. See, this is a troll yeah. article. Mm-hmm. See, that it, you know, it's it's like people are. They, they have trolls, right? And the trolls are the people that go out and and they write these these articles to 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 um, discredit discredit anything. any other articles, right? Or government articles, or you know, you know what I mean? So, but that that was a troll article. Now, here's a really fascinating article. Okay, that just came out. Health Impact News. All right. And it says that half of all children will be autistic by 2025. One senior research. That's not quite correct. The way this article states is half of all newborn children by 2025 Mm -hmm. will be autistic. Okay. And the researcher points that out. All right. But. Why? Why? Why?
0: Evidence. Points to glyphosate toxicity from the overuse of Monsanto's Roundup herbicide on our food. For over three decades, Stephanie Senna, PhD, has researched biology and technology over the years, publishing 170 scholarly peer review articles. In recent years, she has concentrated on the relationship between nutrition and health, tackling such topics as Alzheimer's, autism, cardiovascular cardiovascular diseases, as well as the impact of nutritional deficiencies and environmental toxins on human health. At a recent conference in a special panel discussion about GMOs, she took the audience by surprise when she declared, at today's rate, by 2025, one in two children will be autistic. She noted that the side effects of autism closely mimic those of glyphosate toxicity and presented data showing a remarkably consistent correlation between the use of Roundup on crops and the creation of Roundup ready GMO crop seeds with rising rates of autism. Children with autism have biomarkers indicative of excessive glyphosate, including zinc and iron deficiency, low serum sulfate seizures, in mitochondrial disorder. A fellow panelist reported that after Dr. Sniff's presentation, all of the 70 or so people in the audience were squirming, likely because they now had serious misgivings about serving their kids or themselves, anything with corn or soy, which are nearly all genetically modified and thus tainted with ground up in its glyphosate. Doctor Sniff noted the ubiquity of glyphosate's use because it is used on corn and soy. All soft drinks and candies, sweetened with corn syrup, all chips and cereals that contain soy filters. Fillers as I say filters? Yeah. Fillers have small amounts of glyphosate in them, as do our beef and poultry, since cattle and chicken are fed GMO corn or soy. Wheat is often sprayed with Roundup just prior to being harvested, which means that all Non-organic bread and wheat products would also be sources of glyphosate toxicity. The amount of glyphosate in each product may not be large, but the cumulative effect, especially with as much processed food as Americans eat, could be devastating. A recent study shows that pregnant women living near farms where pesticides are applied have a 60% increased risk of having children with autism spectrum disorder.
1: Other toxic substances may also be autistic, autism-inducing. You may recall our story on the CDC whistleblower who revealed the government's deliberate concealment of the link between MMR vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella and a sharp increased risk of autism, uh, particularly in African-American boys. Other studies now show a link between children's exposure to pesticides and autism. Children who live in homes with vinyl floors, oh my God, which can emit um, uh, what is Phthalate chemicals, are more likely to have autism. Five Yeah. And children uh, whose mothers smoked were also twice as likely to have autism. But research uh, now acknowledges that environmental contaminants such as PCBs, PBDEs, and mercury can alter brain neuron functioning even more before a child is born. And this month, mm-hmm. the USDA released a study finding that although there were detectable levels of pesticide residue on more than half of the food tested by the agency, 99% of samples were taken were found to be within levels that the government deemed safe, and 40% were found to have no detect- detectable trace of pesticides at all. Well, the USDA added However, that due to cost concerns, it did not test for residues of glyphosate. Uh, let's th- let's repeat that. They never tested for the active ingredient and in most widely used herbicide in the world. Cost concerns. How absurd! Unless they mean it will cost them too much in terms of the special relationship between the USDA and Monsanto. You got to remember. The Monsanto's, the, the the president, the director of the uh, USDA and the FDA, are both uh, 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 vice presidents and lawyers and lobbyists of Monsanto.
2: Yeah. You can recall the
1: revolving door between Monsanto and the federal government, and the agency officials becoming high-paying executives, and vice versa: money, uh, power, prestige. It's all there. Monsanto and the USDA love to scratch each other's backs. Clearly, this omission was purposeful. In addition, as we have previously reported, the number of ab- adverse reactions from the vaccines can be correlated as well with autism through the CENES Says it doesn't, though the CENES says it doesn't correlate quite as closely as with Roundup. The same correlations between applications of glyphosate and autism show up in deaths from senility. Oh, jeez, that's this. Oh, lovely. So,
2: yeah.
1: All right. Of course, autism is a complete problem, uh, complex problem with many potential causes. Uh, Dr. Senes Dada, however, is particularly important considering how close the correlation is and because it is coming from a scientist with impeccable credentials. Earlier this year, she spoke at the Autism One conference and presented many of the same facts and presentation is available on YouTube. Monsanto claims that Roundup is harmless to humans. Huh, Bacteria, right. fungi, algae, um, parasites in plants use a seven-step metabolic route known as the uh, shinkimate pathway for the biosynthesis of aromatic uh, um, uh, amino acids. All right? But glyphosate inhibits this pathway, causing the plant to die, which is why it's so effective as an herbicide. Monsanto says humans don't have this made pathway, so it's perfectly safe.
0: Dr. Senna points out, however, that our gut bacteria do have this pathway, and that's why it's crucial, because these bacteria supply our body with crucial amino acids. Roundup thus kills beneficial gut bacteria, allowing pathogens to grow, interferes with synthesis of amino acids, including methanine, which leads to a shortage in critical neurotransmitters and folate, chelates, important minerals like iron, cobalt, manganese, and much more. Even worse, she notes, additional chemicals in Roundup are untested because they're classified as inert. Yet according to a 2014 study in Biomed Research International, these chemicals are capable of amplifying the toxic effects of Roundup hundreds of times over. Glyphosate is present in unusual high quantities in the breast milk of American mothers at anywhere from 760 to 1,600 times the allowable limits in European drinking water. Urine urine testing shows Americans have 10 times the glyphosate accumulation as Europeans.
1: She says, in my view, the situation is almost beyond repair, Dr. Seneff said after her presentation. You need to do something drastic. Oh, my God. Isn't that frightening, folks? Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's just, I and mean, what, wow, why why have they allowed Monsanto to, to be there? Dictate. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. You know,
0: these people that are getting paid off, I mean, it's their children too affected. They don't even seem to care about that. Huh? Uh
1: Mm. Jeez. Well, anyway, so you know, folks, I, I just I I'm just like blown away by that. There's ah. something that'll blow your brains out. <laughs> I don't know. If it, I don't know if it, Maybe maybe we should read this tomorrow night. It's probably more in line with tomorrow. How uh, nine photos that reveal America's obscene division of wealth. Uh, yeah, and for anybody who's questioning, who thinks that Rush Limbaugh speaks for the American people,
2: <laughs> Rush
1: Limbaugh is one of the wealthiest men in America. Rush Limbaugh says he speaks for the average American. He owns five mansions. Okay. Only five. Yeah, for could give a crap about anybody else, and is a New World Order shill. I guess that's why I can't identify him. But this particular article, which I will, I I don't know if I'll read tonight. I it's it's pretty. Uh, it's a little large, but it's very it 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 it, it really really talks about the inequality mm-hmm. and it's the, cut the cut obscenity cut. Uh, of the division of the wealth. You know, mm-hmm. so, like this guy here—it's a million-dollar car. Really? Yeah. That's mean, a million, a million I never million. even heard of the damn thing it's called Maybach or something like that. Oh. Maybach car—I never even heard of it. Of course, nobody is making uh, less than a. A hundred billion dollars a year, you know, knows what the car is. Oh, Limbaugh can't afford a, a real one either. He's got a lower level one. Oh, he
0: does. Yeah,
1: he doesn't make quite enough. He says he's not a billionaire yet. Hmm. Now, here's something that's going to make you sick as a dog. All right, these two make Hillary and Jeb look good, and that's seriously sick. Socio-political commentary. Okay, Romney and Krispy make moves toward 2006. Can you imagine? Breaking news, uh, world news, local news, but this, this particular article states that Christie and Romney, all right, uh, seem to be uh, bed buddies, you know, <sighs> maybe running yeah, together. In president and vice president? Possibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Romney and Christie make moves toward 2016. The GOP crowded 216 presidential field has shifted sharply with Paul Ryan, the party's last vice presidential nomination, bowing out. Two-time presidential hopeful Mitt Romney marching toward his third campaign, and New Jersey governor stepping closer to his first. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So at least Paul Ryan got out of it. Yeah, he was pretty horrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody. The developments uh, came as Republican officials from across the nation prepare to gather in San Diego this week to finalize an election calendar that will include the first debate of the campaign this summer. Romney is among four potential White House contenders expected to attend the meeting. Ryan, a Wisconsin congressman and close Romney ally, who is obviously his vice presidential yeah. nominee, Thank those who encouraged him to seek the president, but said he wanted to focus all of his attention on his new role as chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. I'm ready to get on with my job. I he got elected to that as the i uh Excited, Ryan told the Associated Press. Ryan was among those Romney personally telephoned over the weekend to gauge their support for a third campaign, which was barely on the horizon at this time last week, and would be the first return engagement of a losing major. Party nominee in decades. Asked Monday if he would uh, back another Romney run, Ryan demurred, saying, It's premature for any of that. The former Massachusetts governor shocked former staff supporters and donors on Friday when he told a private gathering in New York that he is again seriously exploring a campaign, a change for Romney after several months of insisting his career in politics had ended. And the next day, he and his wife, Anne began reaching out to others as members of their inner circle started to revive political operations that began to move on. Right. The chances of him running are better than 50-50, said Minnesota Tim Palente. Uh Calls for Romney went to several other bold-faced names in Republican politics, including Ryan's former House Speaker, Newt Gingrich. Uh, uh, Gingrich. Uh, Senator Kelly Ayotte Ayotte
0: and the state's former governor John Sununu, Meg Whitman chief executive at Hewlett Packard Utah representative Jason Chavez two former senators, Scott Brown of Massachusetts and Jim Talent of Missouri and David Kochel Romney, Romney senior Iowa strategist in both of his previous campaigns we had a great conversation he made it clear to me he's seriously considering the race said Jim Merrill, a top Romney staffer in New Hampshire during the 2008 and 12 campaigns. When you get a phone call like that at close to nine on a Saturday night, it means something. Former aides suggested Monday that Romney could easily become a force in the coming contest, pointing to the more than one billion he raised and 60 million votes he garnered in the last election, yet he would face far greater challenges in the next presidential contests that he did not have in the last, particularly in the early primaries against the field expected to feature more than a dozen Republicans with legitimate White House resumes, including several sitting governors and U.S. senators. None threatens Romney's prospects more than former governor, Florida Governor Jeb Bush, an early establishment favorite. Who has already begun to draw from the same pool of Republican donors who fueled Romney's last campaign. Bush has yet to formally launch a campaign, but has been among the most aggressive would-be candidates in recent weeks, having launched a fundraising operation and attended a series of private meetings with donors from across the country. Romney could also face another establishment favorite, Christie who is sending new signals that an announcement
1: about his presidential plans could be imminent? The Republican National Committee top fundraiser, uh, Texas-based Ray Washburn, is preparing to join the Christie team of that. Uh, he told the AP on Monday, I won't be the national finance chairman at the end of the week. Um, he declined to comment further because Christie has yet to announce 216 attention. Washburn was the leading fundraiser for the Bush brothers, Uh, former President George W. Bush. And Christie's team is expected to start making moves to raise money for a potential presidential campaign by the end of the month. According to a person who has been in touch with Christie's team, but who spoke on the condition of anonymity because the person was not authorized to discuss the plans publicly, that could include the potential formation of a political action committee to begin raising cash. Christie's chief political advisor, Mike DuHain, To comment. And uh, meanwhile, a handful of presidential contenders were preparing Monday to appear later this week at the National Committee's winter meeting in San Diego. And the agenda is expected to include Romney, uh, former neurosurgeon and conservative favorite Ben Carson, I don't know what that one is, Uh uh, Governor Scott Walker, and outgoing Texas Governor Rick Perry. The gathering will take place. Goes to Romney, Southern California home. Didn't know he had one there. He
0: had one in New Hampshire.
1: Utah. Um, In New Hampshire on Monday, former New York Governor George Pataki tapped a two-day trip to the early voting state, sounding very much like a politician ready to jump into the race. He told the AP in an interview he again considered a White House campaign because the nation... Can't risk electing another Democratic president. That's one of the reasons I think the outcome of this election is so important. I'm so much more inclined to get involved, Taki said. Yeah. Oh, this is
0: so goddamn
1: frightening, Lila.
0: Mm-hmm. It?
1: It, really it, it really is. It really is. It's just really, really
0: sweet.
1: Oh. You to death. Gotcha.
0: And guys, you can't see the picture, but they have this horrible picture of Romney and,
1: and, Christy. and Christie together. Oh. Can you see that on the ticket? I can see that on the ticket. I can see that. That would be horrible, but I can see it. Uh, Oh, Monsanto just lost the whole country. That's right. The Dutch Parliament abandoned the sale of Roundup, Monsanto's favorite poison. (laughs) There you go. Uh, The government of the Netherlands just took a huge step to protect its citizens and banned Monsanto's super toxic pesticide, Roundup. As time more countries did the same, the pesticide is widely known to contaminate soil and water, devastating problems. Isn't that something? Yep. Can I read a little of that. Or? This is a huge victory. Well, we. Uh, well, I think that really says it all. Now we're calling on others. Monsanto fought its law every step of the way. Uh, but the Dutch Parliament did what was right. Why can't we do what's right, huh? Mm-hmm. No matter how hard Monsanto tries to bend the law to its will, the agri giant just can not uh, can be defeated. Now we're calling on governments throughout Europe to follow the Dutch example and ban the sale of Roundup Monsanto's hugely profitable poison. And sign a petition and ban the sale of Roundup Europe-wide and protect our health from Monsanto's designer chemicals. Don't
0: you think that's yeah. a good idea? I think it's I a think wonderful it's a great idea, idea. But only signing the petition, nothing's going to well, happen. It's getting the bored out of it. You. you know, they own the government. They uh, so. own all those representatives who take money from them. And, you know, it's really
1: uh-huh. sad. American biotechnology has turned Argentina into the world's largest soybean producer, but it poisoned the entire country. Really?
0: The country that Monsanto poisoned. Yeah. American biotechnology has turned Argentina into the world's third largest soybean producer. But the chemicals powering the boom aren't confined to soy and cotton and cornfields, they routinely contaminate homes and classrooms and drinking water. A growing chorus of doctors and scientists is warning that their uncontrolled use could be responsible for increasing numbers of health problems turning up in hospitals across South America. In the heart of the Argentine soy business, house-to-house surveys of 65,000 people in farming communities found cancer rates two to four times higher than the national average, as well as higher rates of hypothyroidism and chronic respiratory illnesses. Associated Press producer, Natasha, uh, photographer Natasha Paraninko, spent months documenting the issue in farming communities across the Argentine. Most provinces in Argentina forbid spraying pesticides and other agrochemicals next to homes and schools, with bands ranging in distances from 50 meters to as much as several kilometers from populated areas. The Associated Press found many cases of soybeans planted only a few feet from homes and schools and of chemicals mixed and loaded onto tractors inside residential neighborhoods. In the last 20 years, agrochemical spraying has increased eightfold in the Argentine from 9 million gallons in 1990 to 84 million gallons today. Glyphosate, the key ingredient in Monsanto's Rana products, is roughly eight. Is used roughly eight to ten times more per acre than in the U.S. Yet Argentina doesn't apply national standards for farm chemicals, leaving rulemaking to the provinces and enforcement to the municipalities. The result is a hodgepodge of widely ignored regulations that leave people dangerously exposed. That's
1: horrible. Look, look at this, poor yeah. guy. Uh, He's
0: only months. 47. Yeah, and they show him these
1: horrible effects. He's
0: emaciated.
1: This of the emaciated body as he stands inside his home. Um, his job was to get the crop dusters flying by, quickly filling their tanks. But he says he was never trained to handle the pesticides. Now he's near death of polyneuropathy. Mm-hmm. God almighty. What a horrible, I mean, this is what's happening there. These guys are all dying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, but I'm gonna. This is a very large story, and uh, but but it's a very important story. Oh my God! Look at that.
0: That you can't see the pictures. This girl has hairy moles all over
1: her body. Uh, this young girl, uh, you know, five years old. who has hairy moles all over her body that doctors can't explain. Sit on a stoop outside her home, uh, and uh terrassi out, out uh, uh, and. Uh, province, Argentina. Although it's uh, nearly impossible to prove, doctors say uh, Exxon's birth defect may be linked to agrochemicals. Um, and caco uh, children are four times more likely to be born with devastating birth defects since biotechnology dramatically expanding farming in Argentina. Chemicals routinely contaminate homes, classrooms, and drinking water. Oh. Still, you. Poor kids.
0: Hi,
1: mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Please, please go to this site. I'm going to ask one of the people to check this out because it's it's really a, 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 a remarkable photo essay, and uh, it's, it's very moving. It
0: makes you
1: feel absolutely. absolutely frightening So Go to free range child. Okay, free range child. System. Huh. Okay, uh, Nigeria massacre possibly deadliest in Boko Haram. This this was like frightening, and I couldn't believe this when I read this. But uh, that Boko Haram in Nigeria, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they just killed over two thousand people. And where the hell is the reporting on this?
0: Oh, they
1: were too busy. They didn't report anything about this one.
0: They
1: were too busy uh, with Charlie. Arm in yeah. arm, arm. Charlie. Je suis, Je suis Charlie. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with Je suis in Nigeria here? Holy God. This is absolutely horrible. Nigeria massacre, possibly deadliest in Boko Haram's history. Following reports of the massacre of the large. I'm sorry, this, this is from Amnesty International, by the way. All right, this article. Following reports of the massacre of large numbers of civilians by armed groups Boko Haram in northeast Nigeria, Amnesty International has expert spokespeople available for comment. The attack on Baga and surrounding towns looks as if it could be Boko Haram's deadliest act in a catalog of increasingly heinous attacks carried out by the group. It reports that the town was largely razed to the ground and that hundreds of even as many as 2,000 civilians were killed or true. This marks a disturbing and bloody escalation of Boko Haram's most uh, ongoing assault against the civilian population, the the Daniel Ayer, Nigeria's researcher for Amni International. Do you want to read that? that long. We are currently working Mm
0: -hmm. to find out more details of what happened during the attack on Baga and the surrounding area. This attack, uh, our... Reiterates. reiterates the I didn't, reiterates the urgent need to Boko Haram to stop the senseless killing of civilians and for the Nigerian government to take measures to protect the population who live in constant fear of such attacks. <clears throat> Boko Haram militants reportedly attacked Baga and surrounding towns on Saturday, the third of January. Since 2009, Boko Haram has deliberately targeted civilians through raids and bomb attacks with attacks increasing in frequency and severity. The effects on the civilian population have been devastating, with thousands killed and abducted and hundreds of thousands forced to leave their homes. Evidence gathered by Amnesty International indicates that Boko Haram have committed war crimes and crimes against humanity. The Nigerian government must investigate these violent abuses and ensure those guilty of committing them abroad to justice. I don't know if the Nigerian government's going to do that. They I don't know why to be they can't. They seem to be Yeah, they seem to let them go.
1: Well, and they're afraid it. of
0: them, and they are the government. I don't know.
1: They are the government. They're alarmed or, or something. I don't know how they could possibly let it go. This one here, just a, uh amnesty international, just to say this again, freedom under threat in Russia. <laughs> The Crackdown Against Freedoms of Expression, Assembly, and Association. Okay. This timeline visually uh, presents Vladimir Putin's repression of freedoms in Russia. Um, and we can, we can look at this but um, there, there was something there. Hang on one second. Part of this article was one of these yeah. Here, this girl was jailed. Uh, these people were jailed for doing the Harlem Shake. the Harlem Shake. Remember when that uh-huh. was last year? Uh, Today, see what else is a crime. Okay, so dancing crime? is a crime in
0: Russia?
1: Yeah, the Harlem Shake. I yeah, I forgot what that what that was like. But, you know, it was interesting? Uh.
0: Increased repression in Russia?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see there's, there's, there's,
0: there's, there's. Right here? Right. right. there. Increased repression in Russia must not go unchallenged. Stand with Russians who are putting their lives on the line for human rights by speaking out against the crackdown.
1: Let's just take action. Yeah,
0: take action.
1: Take action. And as well, we'll to power in 1999. There have been an increased crackdown on freedoms of expression, assembly, and association, in Russia, Putin's 2012 landslide victory sparked even an even greater repression of rights uh, followed the largest uh, protest after his re-election. His interactive timeline uh, visually represents events and human rights violations 1999 and hmm. to this day. really can't make that no, out? No, I can't either. It doesn't make a lot of sense oh.
0: to me. I can't really read it. They have this... This timeline, but it's so yeah, dark you can't but, really, yeah, it's kind of weird.
1: and it doesn't really explain anything. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. So it's it's not really We're much. Not good. really much good. No, sorry, folks, but that was from Amnesty International. Go to their site. Uh, there's more. There's more articles on over Haram there. That is Pascoe. This was kind of interesting. Here I put this one. I just Josue Netanyahu, the Great Forest. Israel to demand apology for anti Semitic Netanyahu cartoon. All right. Yeah, the Sunday Times this was fun. this was funny. They got Netanyahu building uh building a a, a wall, uh a cartoon of a building a wall with blood.
2: Wow. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. And his and uh the Sunday Times, uh, were the one that that put it up and crossed the red line says ambassador to UK, talk, Knesset speaker, um uh, yeah, which makes, which makes it funny because, you know, they're bitching and moaning that, that you know, he's standing uh, for civil rights and freedom yeah. of speech in Paris, right, uh, against the Muslims. But here, uh, somebody puts up a picture of him building a wall uh, with blood, you know. Uh, and uh, Israel is planning to demand an apology for controversial cartoon that appeared in the British Sunday Times. Israel's ambassador to London said Monday, well, one minister moaned steps against the paper. <laughs> Those were funny. <laughs> One day, after the caricature sparked outrage among Jewish groups for its depiction of bloodthirsty Prime Minister Netanyahu building a wall with the blood and bodies of Palestinians, leading Israeli- Israelis, joined the chorus of condemnation. And he said, the newspaper should apologize for this. We're not going to let this stand as it is. Israel, Israeli ambassador to uh London told the New York Times, told the Times of Israel in a telephone interview. We generally think that a red line has been crossed and the obligation on this newspaper is to correct that. Yeah, right. Uh, well, we've, um, we're we trying to correct anything that's wrong.
0: We're
1: trying to get the right news. We're trying to do that, yeah. I mean, we are trying to do that. I'm trying to tell people. But I, I, I highly recommend you check this article out it's uh, from the the Times of Israel, <laughs> all right? And uh, you can actually check this out. But it was actually in the Sunday Times, and they're, you know, and they're uh, they're they're angry about that. You see the actual ad. See the actual thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got what it is. Netanyahu's building one of his big walls, and he's got all the body parts and people of Palestine Palestine uh, in between the bricks, you know, and the uh-huh. blood, and their blood. Pretty gross, but that's what's going on. You know, uh, I mean, if he can march for Charlie, then why can't he march, why can't he accept uh, his own criticism, huh? You know, I can't do that, though. No, too hard. Too hard. Just sweet assassinate This is kind of good. A friend of mine sent me this, uh, just sweet assassin hmm. you know. It says, uh, it shows the guys that were marching, okay, it shows through Benjamin Netanyahu, all right, responsible for the killing of 2,101 people in Gaza. Nick, okay.
0: Nicholas Sarkozy, responsible for the destruction of Libya and the killing of 90,000
1: people. Petro Porchenko, responsible for the murder of almost 5,000 Ukrainian people. Hmm. All right. Isn't that something? Yeah, I thought that was just amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. But, uh, Uh, yeah, so so when you when you check this out what happened my I lost. And really Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang on one second. Oh okay. that right, for a minute. What
0: happened? why did
1: that I don't know. I just
0: uh, I thought, yeah. Now, 10,000 more troops will be on the streets of France by Tuesday night in a bid to stop another terror attack. The forces will join 5,000 police who are being sent specifically to protect Jewish sites and some mosques. Meanwhile, staff on the magazine, whose office was attacked, Charlie Hebdo, are now preparing a new edition, which will feature more cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. Here's our Europe editor, Gavin Hewitt.
3: France, a country changed by three days of terrorism. 10,000 troops deployed on the streets, soldiers riding an escalator in a shopping center. This morning we had 900 soldiers deployed around schools in the city of Paris. Many of the soldiers were guarding 700 Jewish schools. Children arrived for the school day with troops at the gates. The government said it was employing the military as it had never done
0: before we need the army because we have in front of us terrorists we are the terror it's it's not a joke new information
3: emerged about the suspect Hayat bumedien the widow of amadi khalibali one of the three gunmen she was shown in a white headscarf on CCTV arriving at istanbul airport having flown via madrid her phone signal suggests She has now crossed into Syrian territory in an area controlled by the Islamic State. Turkey said they had received no request to detain her. (coughs) There was no notice from France stating that she is dangerous and she should be banned from entering the country. Therefore, there isn't a specific entry ban on this person. In Paris, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu visited the Jewish supermarket where four hostages were killed. His invitation to French Jews to migrate to Israel has caused some irritation in France where government officials have pledged to defend the Jewish community. At the office of the paper Liberation, they are preparing the next edition of the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo, having lost eight of their colleagues in last week's attack. There are mixed emotions, said Pierre Freidenrack, director of Liberation. There is tension because of the deadline to publish, and then there's distress because they're overwhelmed by what they experienced. There will be cartoons of those who were killed, but according to the magazine's lawyer, there will also be drawings depicting the Prophet Muhammad. The magazine has already said that on Wednesday it will have a print run of over a million. One newspaper stand that we contacted says instead of just ordering two copies, which they do normally, they're going to order a thousand but the appearance of new cartoons of the Prophet Mohammed will cause concern among some people. Tonight, the bodies of the four Jewish victims were taken to Israel for burial tomorrow on a day when the French government will discuss new security measures. Gavin Hewitt, BBC News, Paris.
0: Well, after the incredible turnout of those rallies in Paris yesterday and across France, the country now having to deal with actually what it means to try to ensure security... Fi- People and for more on that, as well as on today's hacking of U.S. Central Command, I spoke a short time ago with Daniel Benjamin. He served as coordinator for counterterrorism at the U.S. State Department. Daniel Benjamin. Well, it seems like they're going to be forced to pass the Patriot Act, very similar to what was happened here after 9/11. There'll be all kinds of crackdowns on
1: innocent uh, speakers of the truth. Well, here's something interesting. Incoming Congress, 80% are white male, 92% are Christian, and 100% are unaware this is a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know, folks. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's go back to this for one second. only got a few minutes left. I wanted to get on some of these Um, issues. Uh is is something that just came up uh, but
0: Free here. Thought of the Day.
1: Yeah. Who burned the heretics?
0: Who roasted
1: or drowned millions of witches? Who built dungeons and killed them? Who brought brought forth cries of agony from honest men and women that rang to their tingling stars?
0: Who burned Bruno Bruno? <laughs> Who spat filth over the graves of pain and Voltaire? The answer is one word. Christians. G.W. Foote, uh, Buddhist uh, secular and atheist speaker.
1: Yeah. Interesting. This is from Freedom for Religion. Well, Freedom so many Nation.
0: things happen in the name of religion. It's
1: terrible. But you might want to go to just, to just to check out that. It's so sick. And, you know. Could, I mean, it
0: doesn't mean that
1: they're practicing Christians though, let me say that. They sure don't. they are. They're the fundamentalists that do the no, same thing they today. They were they were the Pope and all of his followers back then. Holy cow, yeah. hasn't the thing. It's interesting. Volkswagen six hundred dollar car gets made in uh, uh China. Oh. You see this little car? Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
2: six
1: hundred dollar car. I thought that was an interesting thing. Hmm. But
0: it's one person? Maybe? One person, yeah.
1: But it's,
0: it's it's really, really.
1: 258 miles per gallon. Per gallon, yeah. $600 car is no toy and is ready to be released in China next year. The single-seater
0: aero car totes VW branding.
1: Volkswagen
0: did a lot of very highly protected testing of this car in Germany, but it was not announced until now where the car would make its first appearance. The car was introduced at the VW stockholders' meetings as the most economical car in the world the world is presented. The initial objective of the prototype was to prove that one liter of fuel could deliver 100
1: kilos of travel. I thought it went 258 miles per
0: gallon. The aero design <laughs> proved essential to getting the desired result.
1: But the the body
0: is 3.47 meters long and just 1.25 meters (laughs) wide and a little over a meter high. The prototype was made completely of carbon fiber and is not painted to save weight. The power plant is one-cylinder diesel positioned ahead of the rear axle and combined with an automatic shift controlled by a knob in the interior. Safety was not compromised as the impact and rollover protection is comparable to the gt racing cars
1: the most economical car in the world better
0: than the electric car Uh,
1: 258 miles per gallon (laughs) uh.
0: ipo 2010 in shanghai this is a single seated car from conception to production three years and the company is headquartered in hamburg germany will be selling for 4,000 yen, equivalent to $600 U.S. Gas tank capacity equals 1.7 gallons. The speed is 62 to 74 miles per hour. Fuel efficiency, 258 miles per gallon. Travel distance with a full tank, 404 miles.
1: That's about as far as you can get on a full tank of gas here. All right. uh, this is a cool-looking car, though. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, Folks, check this out. Check this out. You can find it at examiner.com. Okay? Volkswagen is a $600 car. That's great. That's great. That's great. So. Looks like a little toy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Don't
0: you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, In the picture. When you
1: see it, folks, you'll think so, too. Oh. Volkswagen's new 300-mile-an-hour car not allowed in America.
0: You won't find the 300-mile-per-gallon Volkswagen XL1 in an American showroom. In fact, it, is, it has even been denied a... Let's see what that says. denied a tour of America because it's too efficient for the American public to be made widely aware of, and oil profits are too high in America with a status quo in place. No tour has been allowed for this car because the myth that 50 miles per gallon is virtually impossible to to obtain from even a stripped-down econobox is too profitable to let go of when it comes to corporate oil profits, ignorance is bliss. This is a nice-looking
1: car. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah. And, uh, Where is that car going, I wonder? Over China, yeah. Hmm. I do not. Well, anyway. So that's that's tonight's show, folks. And we want to thank everybody who joined us. And, uh, uh, oh, before we leave, let's, let's tell them about this one. All right. France Bands Pro-Palestinian Demonstrations. I mean you wanna listen, let's talk about hypocrisy from the most high, right? And uh <clears throat> this is from the daily mail It says, uh French socialist government provoked outrage today by becoming the first in the world to ban protests against Israeli action in Palestine.
0: <laughs> I thought they just recognized Yeah, they did.
1: That's a, that's that's a, that's why it's bizarre. Alright, wait a minute. Uh yeah. In what is viewed as an outrageous attack on democracy, socialist interior minister uh said mass demonstrations planned for the weekend should be halted. Mr. uh Kazanov Cous- said there was a great threat to the public order, uh while op- opponents said it was criminalizing popular support for the Palestinian people. Uh but Mr Kazanov said it fears there might be a repeat of fights against ultra-Jewish uh, vigilantes and pro-Palestinians, which happened after a demonstration last Sunday. Referring to the main Paris march, uh, uh, says, I consider that the conditions are not right to guarantee security. And Socialist Interior Minister Bernard uh, Kanzanov uh, fears there might be a repeat of the fights between Jewish vigilantes and pro-Palestinians which happened after a demonstration last Sunday, so you know it's kind of fun. Well, are
0: they going to crack down? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So this can be increased to seven years and a hundred thousand. The the freaking, I mean, this is sad. Anyone who turns up to an illegal demonstration now fears up to a prison term to uh, a year in prison and fifteen thousand dollar fine if they hide their faces to avoid being identified, the sentence can be increased to three years and forty five thousand dollar fine. Mm-hmm. Even uh those who publish details of an illegally, illegal, illegal rally on social media face up to a year in prison and fifteen thousand euro fine. This can be increased to seven years and a hundred thousand fine if posting leads to violence. Mr Covenant also advised some other prefects about France to examine Plan marches on a case-by-case basis and ban it if, if appropriate.
0: Talk about so much
1: for Chris, Sweet Charlie, my yeah. ass! Holy cow. Yeah, they're using
0: it as an excuse to crack down yeah, on all, on all,
1: on all, on all the demonstrations. Yeah. Up. It's, it's like a, it's like uh, what happened after nine eleven here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, totally freaking ridiculous. So anyway, I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight, and we wish you the very best. And uh, good night, please, please join us tomorrow night. I, I hope we have our good friend uh, Larry Larry, I hope Larry all, Larry all is all types uh, of <laughs> information <laughs> have terrible time. Yeah, we'll so. talk about uh, our union issues. All right, so good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.